Welcome to the Morning After Show, Grant Cohn, Ryan Hensley. Title of the show is, uh, Will the Niners Fire Kyle Shanahan if they miss the playoffs? It's a little bit of a bipolar season because when the Niners win or they make a move, people are like, uh-oh, Super Bowl team. And then they lose and people are like, man, this team is dysfunctional. So they just lost two in a row, this time by 21. And it was pretty disheartening. Uh, I thought they'd keep it close. So my question to you is, are the 49ers bad? As a team, so in, there's talent. They have some good talent. They have some really good that's, talent. See, that's an interesting distinction. You work in finance, right? Yes. There must be people in your field that are very talented but aren't necessarily good at what they do because they lack focus, pre- preparation, uh, discipline. I mean, you see that in every field. Talent doesn't necessarily guarantee a damn thing. Yeah, exactly. As you see, right, as you see this year, they have a very talented roster. They're playing down. They're not playing up to their potential, uh, which is a coaching thing. I mean, I was a basketball coach for 10 years. If I had a superior team and we lost, that means I didn't do my job as a coach. Right. And that's what you're seeing right now. So are, are they a bad team? Yeah, right now they are a bad team. But they have superior talent to most teams, including most of the teams they're losing to. Which makes it even worse. And I think that's why people are finally starting to look at Kyle, maybe even his his own players, because I think it's dawning on everyone. There is just way too much talent for this team to be scoring 23 points. That Chiefs defense wasn't good. So let's just let's just take a big picture look, because I think people got a little too lost in the details last week when they signed when they got Christian McCaffrey. Nice player. Nice addition. Uh, this team has just gotten blown out two weeks in a row. They've gotten they've lost by 35 points the last two weeks. They lost by two touchdowns to Atlanta, who sucks. They're rebuilding. They've also lost to two rookie head coaches in Nathaniel Hackett and Matt Eberflus. Uh, this is a team that squeaked into the playoffs last year. The only reason they squeaked in is because Debo Samuel went into a whole nother gear that we have not seen from him this year. Uh, so I, I'm not even certain that the Niners are going to make the playoffs. Like their, their uh, schedule looks easy, but are they going to beat the Raiders? I mean, I mean they lost to Atlanta. Like the, the Raiders were much more competitive against the Chiefs than the Niners were. How good are to me? I mean, we really don't know about the Niners. They faced one good team and gotten blown out, and they've lost to bad teams too. They look like they stink right now, and they look like they know it. And again, I think it's a coaching issue because they do have tons of talent. Yeah, I mean, it has to be a coaching issue. They have tons of talent. You know, over time, teams just get in a funk with the same coach. They need to switch it up. That's I mean, true. it's why, you know, college players, they at most they play four years for the same team. Kyle Shanahan, he's going on his sixth year. He still has a losing record. Uh, everybody's here because of him. There's no excuses as far as the roster are concerned from quarterbacks. I don't care what position you're, <clears throat> you're looking at. You can't excuse Kyle Shanahan because of a position or a player on this team because it's Kyle Shanahan's team. The offensive scheme. Everything is Kyle Shanahan. So this is all about him. And honestly, I've this is the closest I've come to just say it's time to just start fresh. And it's interesting what you say, like, you know, maybe his voice has worn off. Like maybe the message isn't getting across anymore. This team's been together for six years. Some of these guys have been there the whole way through. Jimmy, Kittle, Juszczyk. They didn't win a Super Bowl. Usually you keep a team together because it's a championship team and you feel like you need to. That's what Pete Carroll, that that was the trap he got in Seattle. Like, we won a Super Bowl, we got to keep this team together. Well, this team didn't win that Super Bowl. And they've been constantly on this revenge tour for years. Pete Carroll, even Pete Carroll figured out, I got to start over. So now he turned over the roster, has a young team, and they have like a fresh, positive, 
a team that's good. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. the Niners are still trying to prove something with the same team that couldn't get it done when they were all in their primes four years ago. It's very strange. It does. I feel like they, this is uh, what, what you said. He's kind of losing his touch. Yeah, his, and his people, grip. People want to blame it on Jimmy Garoppolo. Before the season started, who would take uh, Geno Smith over Jimmy Garoppolo? Probably nobody. No one. They were scared to. They were scared to let him go because they didn't want Seattle to sign him. Right. I mean, could could they have traded for Geno Smith, Jimmy Garoppolo, Geno Smith? Probably. But my point is that there are other coaches out there that are getting more from people that from Geno Smith. Pete Carroll's right. getting more from Geno Smith than Kyle Shanahan's been able to get from Jimmy Garoppolo in six years. Yeah. There's there's a common theme here, and at some point, and and the other thing that that, that bothers me are people like, uh, oh, you can't file Kyle Shanahan because he's gonna be hired somewhere else. So what, like? Yeah, let him go screw up some other team. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you're in a relationship with a beautiful woman, but she's not right for you. And and you're going to break up there. She's going to get with somebody else, but it wasn't the right relationship for you. So that's that's what matters. It doesn't matter what they're going to do afterwards. And, you know, what's funny is, you know, it is a talented team. If Kyle Shanahan weren't here and and Jim Harbaugh were the coach, they'd be winning. And what's funny is people would be like, oh, well, Harbaugh inherited a stacked team. Yeah, but he knew what to do with it. You know what I mean? Just like how Steve Kerr knew what to do with that team and Mark Jackson didn't. And a lot of people thought that Kyle Shanahan was the Steve Kerr of football in the Bay Area. But it turns out that he's been Mark Jackson with a very long leash and a very good PR team. And I think finally it's all crumbling down. Now, if they beat the Rams next week, that'll that'll change things. But if they lose to the Rams next week and go into the bye week on a three-game losing streak, I don't think his stock will ever have been as, as low as it would be in that in that instance. Yeah, so, agreed. I don't know. <laughs> Absolutely agreed. Yeah, it's uh, it's troubling, man. I don't. If they lose to the Rams, they're in bad, bad shape. And every single week, Kyle Shanahan loses. More people turn on him. More people turn on him, and it's going to continue. Especially if they lose to the Rams next week, and that's an NFC West game. That's an NFC game. You know, I think a lot of people are just assuming that the 49ers are going to make the playoffs, uh, but I'm not. You know, like you said about the Raiders, they've the, the games the Raiders have lost have been close, and we've seen the 49ers have lost two bad teams. Teams that when we looked at the schedule, oh, they're gonna they're gonna definitely they're gonna beat the Falcons. They're gonna beat the the like all these teams that they lost to, and the, and they're not they're not winning those games. If they miss the playoffs, do you think they'll fire Kyle? So, I think they should fire Kyle if they miss the playoffs. I think. What I've been saying for a few months now is that, well, what I've been saying since Trey Lance went down is that Kyle Shanahan is going to be able to say, you know, I didn't get to have a season with Trey Lance and Trey Lance is injured. I had to go with Jimmy Garoppolo and that's going mm-hmm. to be his excuse. So I think mm-hmm. Jed York's going to buy that excuse. And I think no matter what, Kyle Shanahan has one more year. The one thing Kyle, Jed needs to look at is what are your options to replace Kyle this year? And what are your options the next year? Because this year, Sean Payton's available. Ken Dorsey's available. Uh, there are some more, more, more guys. Kafka. There are guys who are interesting. Um, guys who have developed quarterbacks. If you could get one of those guys, maybe you strike while the iron is hot. Because, again, you have a stacked roster. I think a lot of people might feel they could get success with this team. Something yeah. to think about. Yep. C. Charlie says, I'm very critical of Kyle, but the question is, who do you replace him with? Bring back Harbaugh? That's what I'm saying. I think there probably are good options this year. People say, oh, you want to go back to Tom Suler, Chip Kelly? Well, that's silly because those aren't the options. There actually are good options, and they have a, a roster that might entice someone. It's, it's worth investigating. I mean, you don't think Sean Payton, I mean, with all this talent, you don't think he could score points? Or Ken Dorsey? I think they could score more than 23 points. Yeah. 
Uh, I'm on Ken Dorsey right now. That's my that's my yeah. Thought. I mean, he's a good he's a good coordinator and a good quarterback coach, and he played in the league, and he looks like a leader. I mean, he looks like kind of the next Harbaugh, but and maybe he's, he's yeah. from the Bay Area. He was drafted yeah. by the 49ers. Like he has true. all that. Yeah, it's true. Derek Odell says, "With the NFC the way it is, what record will a team need to make the playoffs?" I'm not sure the Niners will make the, the playoffs as a um, wild card. You might need a ten and seven, rec- seven record to make a wild card berth, but I don't know. The, the question is the NFC: Can they win the NFC uh, West? All of a sudden, the Seahawks look better than we thought, and the Cardinals got Hopkins back. They generally win with him. Um, everyone was focused on the Rams. Maybe the Niners and Rams are the two teams that are going to be third and fourth in this division. I don't know. It's going to be very interesting. Yeah. 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 Where's the apology tweet from Jed? Yeah, he doesn't do that anymore. It's too bad. Mark says, man, I knew he uh, we was going to lose, but like that in front of Jim is embarrassing, man. Can we at least bring back him back as an OC or something? Yeah, it was an embarrassing loss. Uh, the safety, the interception was just embarrassing. Um, the penalties. Bunless Hot Dog says, I wonder if our offensive coordinator regrets running his QB1 between the tackles yet. Also, Bench McGlinchey, he's the equivalent of a wet fart. <laughs> you know, what's funny is that the best offensive lineman so far this year on the, on the 49ers is Aaron Banks. Shout out Aaron Banks. Uh, I, th- I think I was wrong about him. He's playing pretty well. I hope I yeah. was wrong about him. Bay Area kid. Matthew Sanders says, dude, if you basically can't win, if you have a three-point deficit in the fourth quarter, that isn't injury or talent or execution. That is bad philosophy. Thank you, Matthew. What are they, one in 30 now when they're down by three, when they start the fourth quarter down by three or more points? That's that's systemic. That's the coach, man. Enough. He's yeah, never going to fix this someone issue. Someone pointed out, I forget, I wish I had that tweet, but their record's not much better when they're down at halftime. Mm-hmm. It's you know I think they only have a few more wins than their fourth quarter record. So when they're down oh. at halftime, they have like a thirty three percent winning record or less than. That's that. disgusting. Yep. Ant Man Felix says not sure if firing Kyle will help at this point. What coach will want to come here with no draft capital? He still needs to be held accountable. It's a good question. He he really did. Um, hurt. I got a solution that nobody wants to hear about that. Trade Kyle. That's one. I, I don't know what he's worth anymore, man. His his stock plummets every week. But what else? Nobody wants to hear it. I'm going to get Tell killed me. for this. Say it. Nick Bosa. Ooh, interesting. Interesting. I mean, I, I, Nick Bosa is an amazing pass rusher, and you guys are going to rip me for this. I get it. I understand. But from a business standpoint, how much are they going to be paying Nick Bosa? $31 million, $30 million? That's quarterback money. And you could trade him and get multiple first-round picks most likely. Or, or... I'm open-minded. I, I think I might do that too. Game time says lost McDaniels. Kyle now equals Nolan. I've seen a lot of people comparing him to Jeff Fisher. Like the offensive Jeff Fisher, you know, was in the Super Bowl, has some kind of like aura about him, but he's just relentlessly mediocre, relentlessly. To put it nicely, Jaskel, five bucks. Thank you very much. Um, Ethan, imagine if Andy Reid had this roster. I disagree with your take last night on the roster being misevaluated. It is a Super Bowl roster with a terrible head coach. That's interesting. Well, they're not a Super Bowl team then. Andy Reid, that's the thing that's bugging me. It's like, Jimmy Garoppolo is a C, C-plus quarterback. Yeah. We all know that, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. But that doesn't mean you can't make the most of him. Right. Jim, Kyle's not making the most of Jimmy Garoppolo. No. We used yeah. to think that he was propping Jimmy Garoppolo up, but now it's not that case. Joey Mellon says it's Monday, October 24th, and the Pat McAfee show still sucks. <laughs> hey, man, you said it. Jaskill says, can't wait to see what Ken Dorsey or Jim Harbaugh can do with this team next season. Jed has options. He just has to be, you know, on the ball. 
Christian says, do you see what B.A. said? He said, for the amount of talent the offense had, they need to be able to put up more points than they do. Shot at Kyler Jim. All right, let's talk about it right now. So he said that. I wasn't there. But then I asked George Kittle uh, in front of everyone, let's play the clip. This has been together a long time. There's a lot of talent here. Um, you've had success. Why do you think you've had such a tough, tough time scoring points this season? Um, it's a great question. You know, I, I, I think it's a combination of penalties in the red zone. Mistakes in the red zone, um, you know, whether it's where you get missed target or something like that. I think we have a, we don't really have like second and shorts. We have a lot of second and longs. Then we have to, you know, we're a really good running football team. It's hard to run the ball if you're in second and long. Uh, I think that's been our issue for us. Um, you know, I think we have plenty of guys that make plays. You know, Ayuk, Debo, myself, Christian, Jeff Wilson. Um, you know, we have a lot of guys out there. Juwan, we have plenty of guys that can make plays. And um, unfortunately, today, I mean, I think it really showed that. We just couldn't get our couldn't get the ball into those guys' hands at the right times and um, penalties. Like I said, they just kind of sabotage ourselves. Couldn't get the ball in the playmakers' hands at the right times and penalties and mistakes. Who was he pointing the finger at? Jimmy Garoppolo or Kyle Shanahan or someone else? Well, I mean, it, it's both to some degree, I think. But I mean, I think people want it to just be Jimmy. But it's, he's talking about Kyle, too. I think he's talking about Kyle. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. talking about Kyle. He's talking about his head coach. That was crazy. It's like couldn't get the hand, the ball in the playmaker's hands at the right times. Like play calling. Play calling. And we're in second and long a lot. Our, our, we're a run first team and our run game isn't working. Is what he's saying. Man, I've never heard a, a player on this team call out Kyle like that as bluntly as Kittle did. He didn't use his name, but I mean, wow. Shoot, Ayuk said pretty much the same thing. Uh -huh. you know? they, they both are saying the same thing, and, and people want it to be Jimmy. It, 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 it's not. I mean, who wanted Jimmy to be back as the quarterback? George Kittle, right? Like, yeah. They're friends. Like, they're friends. That's well known. So he's not talking George about Kittle it. walked off the podium. Uh, Jimmy was there waiting. They, they hugged each other, and Kittle waited, walked out. Right. I mean, you don't see people hugging Kyle Shanahan like that. He's not friends with these players like Jimmy is. He's not. He's friends with Joe Staley. They they hang out in San Diego. Throw pizza. George Kittle, like Brandon Ayuk, they're basically they know they're more talented than they're playing. They know they're playing mm -hmm. down, and they're frustrated with it. They're getting tired of losing. Um, you know, maybe they they, they want to beat the Chiefs no matter what. Uh, with Patrick Mahomes is tough, but you, you know all these other games, the Falcons and the Broncos and all these other teams that they're getting their the Bears. This all comes back to Kyle. Every. Everything all comes back to Kyle, no matter how you look at it. And you guys can throw out all these excuses. Everybody that doesn't agree can throw out all these excuses as to why Kyle's not getting done. But I have an answer for you, and they all come back to Kyle Shanahan. Didn't it sound like Kittle was saying that there's a lack of attention to detail? Like everything in his answer was, you know, penalties in the red zone. It just, it just felt like a condemnation of the coaching. Um, and you never hear a player say it. But of all the players on the team, like he's the most blunt and honest in, in these post-game pressers. I think, and he has the right to say it. He's an all-pro. I mean, and I think what, one more thing is, it, what's interesting about this is I feel like Kyle's trade for Christian McCaffrey backfired in the sense that Christian McCaffrey is good, but he's not going to fix the problem because the problem is Kyle. And Kyle's in denial. He thought, I'll oh, just give me another running back. I'll be good. No, dude, you're the problem. And maybe a lot of people believed it. I, you know, when, when they made the trade, a lot of people, fans were like, here we go, unstoppable offense. No, because the problem's Kyle. And he just showed it again. 
embarrassed himself. And I think everyone on his own team is like, man, you are the common denominator. You really are. Yeah, you can't tell me that Andy Reid doesn't do a better job with Jimmy Garoppolo than Kyle Shanahan is. And then you can go back to, I mean, at the Pop Warner level, high school level, college level, any team, if your team is struggling with penalties, it's always put back on the head coach every yeah. other time by every real analysis. But so all of a sudden we can't blame Kyle Shanahan for penalties. It's ridiculous. Like people need to stop making excuses for Kyle Shanahan and hold him accountable. It's year six. Yeah. Win some games, you know. If he had any other name, people would have lost patience a long time ago. Yeah. But he had this, you know, people believed in him for whatever reasons. What he did in Atlanta, what his dad did 30 years ago. I feel like it's all like washing away now. And he's got, what, 10 games to show something. He's got to go 7-3 and down the stretch, essentially. You got to go 7-3. and And right now it's looking like you won't. Um, but last year you, you figured it out. So hopefully you can do that again too, because I don't know that the the Niners are going to keep him for a seventh year if he misses the playoffs, because here I got a question. Is Kyle Shanahan losing the locker room for George Kittle to come out after the game and say that Brandon Ayuk too? I just, I've never heard anyone say that about him before on his own team. What do you think? I would say yes, and, and, and you're seeing it from the reaction of these guys in the press conferences. Here's one thing that bothered me. I don't know if anyone's pointed out yesterday, but Christian McCaffrey is obviously a great player. He's going to be the number one running back on this team. We all know that. But he was he was here two days before he was listed as the starter on the roster. And you have to, like, from a team culture standpoint, Jeff Wilson has been here busting his butt, and he's not doing a horrible job. But you just bust him. Up. He's averaging five point two yards per carry. He's right. one of the most productive running backs in the league. And so his teammates are seeing this. They're like, "Look what he did to." And the old guys are like, "Look what he did to Jimmy." Now yeah. they're seeing what he's doing to uh, Jeff. Jeff Wilson Jr. You know, and yes, Christian McCaffrey is the number one running back on the team. We all know that. But after two days, you make him the starter on the roster. That's just demoralizing for a guy that's been busting his butt for you for, for years. And how much confidence is that showing the rest of the team? Oh, my God, we have to get Christian McCaffrey on the field or else we're going to lose. And he doesn't even know the, he doesn't even know the offense. And you, he's replacing a, a player who's one of the best players on the team, like one of the last guys who needs to get benched in Jeff Wilson Jr. I, and to me, when they made this deal, everyone's like, oh, man, this is the shot of enthusiasm and spark that they need. Did they play like a team that was inspired by that trade? Not really. really. And it didn't even address, like I asked the fan base, I think I, I, I polled, it was like 1,700 people, I think, answered this question. What's the, what's the biggest problem with the 49ers offense? Uh, number one was Kyle Shanahan. Number two was Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy, Kyle had like 51. Uh, Jimmy had like 37%. And only 17% said it was the running back. So we traded four draft picks to get a running back. And, and McCaffrey's great, don't get me wrong, but it's not even – the top three, it's not even the top two issues with the, the offense, according to the fan base, not just me, not just you. Uh, and, and that's a problem. No. I mean, he's a, he's an intriguing player. And, you know, maybe like if, if next year with Trey Lance as the quarterback and someone like Jim Harbaugh as the coach, it would all work. But my point was that Christian McCaffrey's not going to save Kyle. Kyle has to save Kyle and he's not going to, because he's so far in denial. Um, and I think he's beginning to lose the locker room, yes, unless he can start winning. But they've gotten their asses kicked back-to-back weeks. Yeah, losing, losing will tear a locker room apart. Winning will fix yeah. it. So you got to go out there and win. 
Mm-hmm. Seven and three down the stretch. McGlinchey has to go, says Master Chef. Oh, I can't believe he's still on the team. Uh, he's been, I mean, he's been the same forever. Yeah. He can't what, pass block. What, what, can't. what did we say the number one issue was coming into the season that we were worried about? Offensive line. Yep. Offensive and, line. And he gets more weapons so that Jimmy can get sacked. Bailey Lund says, I'd love to tell you more about the Chiefs defense. Uh, in, we're on to L.A. now. Joey Lilly says, can we trade Kyle Bosa and Fred Warner and get rid of McGlinchey? He can't block uh, the wind. He can't block the wind. Um, I don't think they're going to be doing that. Maybe if a new coach comes in, he'd clean house and, and do it his own way. I don't know. But Kyle's well, pretty much locked in. Let me like reiterate that Nick Bosa thing. Uh, I obviously think he's one of the best pass rushers in the NFL. Of course. Of course. I'm not saying he's not. But what I'm saying is you could probably get two first-round draft picks maybe. And you'll have thirty more, thirty million dollars more in cap space where you can address other issues on the team. So, is it ideal to have to get rid of Nick Bosa? Absolutely not. But it's it, it's a tool in your belt if you want to build this team up to be a Super Bowl contender. He was a liability yesterday. Maybe it's because he was you know coming back from that groin injury and not hundred percent. But man, they ran right at him. Uh, yeah. I'd like to see if other teams can pull that off too because that was alarming. They did that to him in the Super Bowl as well. Quan DeGoat says, what's up, Grant and Ryan? Do you believe in karma? Well, I do. And this reality struck all because of week two when the locker room rejoiced. The coaches showed no empathy and fans, media players said best chance to win, put Jimmy in. That was a shameful display from everyone. I, now they're three and four. Yeah. Are you kidding me? What did you think was going to happen? Much better to be three and four with Trey Lance than three and four with Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah. We so uh, I see I see in the chat not a lot of people love this Bosa talk, but uh, uh, you know I'm just looking at it from the GM's perspective. Would you trade Would you trade Kyle Shanahan Nick Bosa for Aaron Rodgers? Um, if I'm trading Bosa, mm, that's a good question. I don't know. I have to think about that. It's quarterback. At least you get At least you get a Hall of Fame quarterback. Maybe I might. I might. I think I Matthew think Sanders. I think with yeah. Aaron Rodgers, this team's this team's a different team. Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, trade trade the Jimmy Crew, Kittle, Juice, Glinch, and Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, what about the Kyle Crew? Is there a Kyle Crew anymore? I don't know. BP says, not as mad about this loss as the others because we brought a knife to a gunfight. Um, question is, does Kyle Shanahan realize this at all? You need to be able to pass, damn it. Oh, no, they can pass. Just everything's behind the line of scrimmage. It's, it's revolutionary, really. Mario Gonzalez says, because they passed a lot in this game. Mario Gonzalez says, need 69 off the field. Grant, does Kyle not coach? Why did he tell Jim before the half, we need points? Take a sack or toss the ball out. This coach is trash. Same with the quarterback. Embarrassing. Amateur hour. I don't know. But then, especially the stark contrast between them and uh, the Chiefs. The Chiefs are just so prepared. So prepared. Well coached. Oh, Sean O'Leary says, Kyle clearly hasn't been able to make changes to counter defense's adjustments, but he's also been conservative. When's the last time they went for it on fourth and short? They kicked a lot of field goals in this game. It's like, you're playing the Chiefs. What are you doing? Yeah. Doesn't make sense for, to fire Kyle. Trading makes more sense. Can they trade him for Aaron Rodgers? And Green, uh, Green Bay fires LaFleur. Didn't they just extend LaFleur? Yeah, I don't know. Trade him to New Orleans for Sean Payton. How about that? Because <laughs> Sean Payton's still under their uh, contractual... <laughs> Control, yeah. V says, Grant, you said in 2019 that Kyle is better than Jim H. What changed? I did that? I did? You'd have to you'd have to prove that one. I'm not admitting to that. Are you kidding? That sounds awful if I said that. Matt Beckel says, if we trade Kyle, he'd bring a sixth at best. <laughs> trade Bosa for multiple picks, including a first. We have the depth. Trade McGlinchey for a pack of gum. P.S. Ryan, the mustache is on point, my guy. Appreciate it. Good, good uh, comment, Matt. Um, Niners daddy says Kyle has mismanaged the quarterback position this whole time, including Lance's development. Jimmy and Kyle need to go bring in Ken Dorsey. Um, okay. 
Let's talk about that. How Kyle Shanahan bungled the quarterback position. I want to. St- I want to start with this one because, to me, let me let's back up again. Kyle Shanahan wanted to go from Trey Lance to Jimmy Garoppolo. He sat Trey the first year. Fine. Lots of coaches have done that. That's fine. Now you want to go to Trey Lance year two. You keep Jimmy Garoppolo. Everyone praised him for this because Kyle's a genius and he does things his own way. But no one else does this. Jim Harbaugh was at the game yesterday. When he wanted to go from Alex Smith to Colin Kaepernick, he traded Alex Smith. He got him out of the building. When Andy Reid wanted to go from Alex Smith to Patrick Mahomes, he got Alex Smith out of the building. I mean, and on and on and on and on. When it was time to go to Steve Young, they got Joe Montana out the building. Uh, Same with Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre. But Kyle has to do things differently because he's a little bit smarter than everyone else. So we kept Jimmy Garoppolo. And... Now, neither quarterback is doing... I mean, one quarterback's hurt. The other one's unprepared. It seems to me that his biggest offense with this team is this. Did I lose you? No, I'm just thinking. Yeah, there's so many ways that he fumbled the quarterback position. I mean, first of all, um, Andy Reid drafted Patrick Mahomes in the first place. Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch signed... Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. So that's the first blunder. The way he handled Trey Lance, me and you both think he should have been starting uh, last year. Uh, I still think that would have been the better decision. If you traded Jimmy, you could have got a second round draft pick last year. Uh, That was well publicized that they were offering uh, the 49ers a second round draft pick for Jimmy Garoppolo. You could have had Trey Lance developing the whole year last year. Uh, you know, he's fumbled the posi- he's fumbled the quarterback position by the way he used Trey Lance this year. Yeah. He's, he's fumbled the quarterback position in pretty much every way that you can imagine as far as who he's choosing and then how he's using them. Also, like, look at how Andy Reid coaches Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes is free to do whatever the hell he wants to do on the field. Like, that first interception he threw was awful. He's forced it in uh, to a closed middle of the field. It was a terrible decision. But Andy, if if Trey Lance did that, Kyle Shanahan would have berated him, and he would have it would have killed his confidence. Andy Reid's attitude, Patrick Mahomes' entire career is, who cares, dude? Keep throwing bombs away, and he's given Patrick Mahomes the Mahomes the green light. If you remember. Uh, in the in the training camp before he became the starter that second year, he was throwing picks, a ton of picks. People were a little nervous about how he was going to play. He learned from it, and Andy Reid didn't get on his case about it, whereas Kyle Shanahan is a micromanaging negative coach who uh, will get on your case about every little mistake you make. Ask any coach he's ever coached for, him or his dad. Jake Plummer said the same thing, and that's not the right environment for a young— Trey Lance, if he had Andy Reid, would be slinging the ball all over the field, not running between the tackles. It's too bad. And learning. It's too bad. Yeah. And learning. You know, if Andy Reid was on the if Andy Reid was the 49ers head coach with Jimmy Garoppolo, it, the team would be better. They would you be can't better. you can't play freely as a young quarterback if you got Jimmy Garoppolo lurking uh behind you and the in the locker room second guessing everything every single mistake you do. You gotta be allowed to go out and play freely like Mahomes if you want the guy to become Mahomes. I mean, that's what they did with Josh Allen in Buffalo. Jimmy Garoppolo is the quarterback that Kyle Shanahan wanted to get rid of, that he traded three first-round draft picks to replace, and now you expect the team to believe in him. That doesn't add up. That's not That's not how you run an organization. Look at Jim Harbaugh, why he's so successful. is He built the guys up around him. Right? Yeah. Like Alex Smith, he, he made Alex Smith. 
he gave Alex Smith life. Everyone wanted him out of San Francisco. Everyone yeah. tries to act like Alex Smith was this world beater when Jim Harbaugh took over. Everyone wanted him out of San Francisco. Jim Harbaugh gave him life and made him a comp, you know, a capable quarterback. Uh, and he built up his confidence, made him believe in himself. He did the same thing with Colin Kaepernick. Uh, and what we're seeing from, from Kyle Shanahan is his whole entire team playing down, including, in my opinion, Jimmy Garoppolo. If you used him differently, uh, he, he would be even better. If you built him up, he'd be even better. But you can't expect a quarterback after – they wanted to trade him. They didn't let him come to training camp. You know, and then you want him to come in and save your team and take take you to the Super Bowl. It's not Bowl. fair. It's definitely not fair. But let me let me say one thing. It isn't fair, but at the same time, like, and we don't know if if Trey Lance is like the answer or if he's going to be the next great quarterback for this team. But we do know about Jimmy. He, he, he probably would play better for another coach, but he's not good enough. And there is a reason the Niners traded three first-round picks to replace him. They were right. They do need to replace him. He, he's mediocre. He can be mediocre plus, but he's not good enough. And that's why Trey Lance needed to be playing this year. That's why they made the switch. They were right to make the switch. They were right to make the trade. But where they messed up was when they balked at the very end every other team that did this Andy every other good coach understands you gotta go all in with your new quarterback and project confidence in this guy and Kyle didn't so the locker room didn't and it was a self-fulfilling prophecy uh, you and I believe they should have started Trey Lance last year make Geno Smith his backup get Jimmy Garoppolo out of here get your second round draft pick and we'd be in a much better go. position than we are right now yep uh Niners daddy says Kyle has missed got you yeah, he really did. Josh Wyatt says, it, this isn't as bad as it feels. The Niners will be relevant. They will fix these issues, and their last four games are soft. This game just proved that they had no business going all in. So you're right, Josh. Relevant, maybe. Maybe they'll end up being relevant. But what I when I, when I think about the 49ers and when I criticize the 49ers, I'm trying to see how can we get to the position where we can win a Super Bowl. And right now, there's no I don't see a way that there's possible that we can win a Super Bowl against teams like the Chiefs. In the Bills. Hold on, let's go through their schedule, all right? So they got the Rams next week. Uh, that's not a gimme. That's definitely not a gimme. Uh, then you got a bye week. Then you got the Chargers, not a gimme. Cardinals, they're playing pretty well right now. Saints, they could win that. The Dolphins, not a gimme. Buccaneers, they're playing really bad, but that's Brady. We don't know. Seahawks, tough. Commanders, they could win that. Raiders, I don't know. Cardinals, I mean, really, if the Niners are going to get blown out by Atlanta, you can't just say like, oh, yeah, they got that game coming up because they beat themselves. And they're not a confident team right now, and they know it. They're not a disciplined team, a confident team, none of this. They're vulnerable. And the, uh, I mean, I, I know I'm being real negative today, but all they're going to do is go to the playoffs and get beat by a team with a passing game. I'd like to see them uh, go to the playoffs. They got to do that. Sweet Meat Pete says, how concerned should we be with the O-line? Um, pretty concerned. We're going to talk about that in a minute, but not just yet. GTC Real says McCaffrey can run great routes, but when you have a quarterback like Jimmy who doesn't know where his blitz check down is, what good does it do? That's a legit point. Yeah. Uh, Fred Nieto says, we've seen Andy Reid with a Jimmy G pretty much. Alex Smith, didn't he go like a whole season without a TD pass to a receiver and their whole offense was screens? Yeah. Uh, Andy, Andy Reid, so Jim Harbaugh elevated Alex Smith. Andy Reid elevated him even further. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And then when it was time to get rid of him, they got rid of him. They didn't hold on and be like, oh, well, we just need to make sure, just in case Mahomes get hurt, because we're running in between the tackles. Mm -hmm. Lack of heart and leadership is most disappointing, says Eddie V. Eesh. 
W.S. Taylor, 27. Does Bosa or even Ayuk stay after this year? I'm concerned. I don't know. This is getting bad. The wheels are falling off. It's a slow motion train wreck. That's the other thing I want to mention when I, I know I, I know it's not popular. I've been thinking about this Bosa thing for a while. He's one of the best players on the whole team. But you guys got to understand how many players that we're going to lose next year if we sign Bosa for 30, 31 million. There are a lot of people, particularly on this defense, um, that we have to resign. And then on the offense, you guys got, got guys like Brandon Ayu. So where is that gonna, all going to come from if you don't find some money somewhere? And then if, if we want to attack the offensive line position, you have to do that early in the draft, and we have no early draft picks. That's true. So, uh, trading Bosa is not like what I want to do. Let's get rid of Bosa. He sucks. I'm not saying that. No. But this is like an option to help fix everything else. That Kyle is messed up. BP says, uh, offense, Jimmy Garoppolo weren't good enough for KC, but that O would have been good enough to beat those lesser teams we lost to. But Kyle Shannon was too conservative in those games. Yeah, but you got to go through good teams and win a Super Bowl, right? Like this team just went all, they just traded their draft for a running back. They're all in. It's not about, well, they can beat, you know, Tampa or whatever the bad team is that you're thinking about. Damon Rice, thank you. Game time. Kyle should have been fired after Defoe. Oh, Robbie Gold fantasy MVP. Why? So many, so many field goals. Yeah. See, Turley says if Kyle goes, do you also get rid of John Lynch? I, I'm, I have mixed feelings about John Lynch. I actually, I mean, aside, aside from the the blunder with uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, I really like John Lynch. Uh, I like I would him love too. to see him match with a really good head coach. Yeah, I feel like he's the kind of GM that coaches would want to work with. I don't know because he, he he doesn't like getting a ego contest with the coach. Dalton Yancey says, trade Kyle, Jimmy, and send them to Baltimore for Lamar. You know he isn't there next year. It's an interesting move and idea. Trade Kyle, trade Jimmy for Lamar. I'm not a – I think Lamar's one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL, but I, I don't – I prefer quarterbacks who can run, pocket passers who can run, have the ability to run. I'm not a big fan personally of just – running style quarterbacks i'd like to see the niners like not give up on trey lance after four starts and one broken ankle yeah i mean i still think they should try to coach him carol t says injuries penalties and lack of preparedness all on kyle 100 percent, 100 percent. jacob tan thank you um tony if kyle didn't get trey hurt jimmy is traded to indy this week kyle is always a genius in the moment but his bad decisions have ripple effects his biggest sin will always be passing on Mahomes. yeah i mean when you make an original sin like that sometimes it's tough to like Work your way out of that. You, you don't undo this. It's a tough one. This was your opportunity, and you missed it. And now you're trying to find another one. Maybe you will. And this is a knock on Kyle Shanahan, and it has to be admitted. And you can't make excuses about it. No, Keith Murphy, we saw an offensive genius yesterday, and he wasn't on the SF sideline. Nah, man. That guy was definitely – Bill Walsh would have been proud with what, he, with what happened with the Chiefs yesterday. Also, I wonder if Joe Montana enjoyed it. You know, he kind of rides the fence with that Niners Chiefs allegiance. I think Jim, I think Jim Harbaugh and Joe Montana were enjoying that game a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Are you seeing this? Rob Watson's Kyle's a bad coach. This is what bad coaching looks like. You don't need a good coach to replace him. You just need one that isn't bad, and Kyle's bad. Pretty much. Pretty so, much. Sometimes I, there, it's possible that Kyle Shannon can go to a different team, have a fresh start, and be a better coach than he is right now, kind of like Andy Reid was. It doesn't mean Kyle Shannon is a horrible coach in general. It's just I think he needs a new start, a fresh start somewhere else. Uh, And it doesn't bother me if he goes somewhere else and does well because he's not doing well here. 
Damon Rice says Jimmy Garoppolo's pocket presence is offense. Oh, didn't have to be this bad. Yeah, man. I mean, his 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 safeties this year are embarrassing, man. Like, do you have any field awareness at all? No. No, he doesn't. Jimmy Garoppolo would be a Super Bowl champion if Reed had the 19 roster. I I wouldn't give him that much credit. I don't know. Maybe. James Wilson said Niners won two playoff games without Trent. Uh, lost with him. Always hurt. Always misses blocks. If they trade Trent, they'll save money and get picks. Trent wasn't good yesterday. But he's older now. I don't know if he has a – I mean, Bosa would have much more value. I mean, I think it, there's something that has to be said. Like They really need to reevaluate where they are as a football team. Are they, is, are they in a Super Bowl window right now with Jimmy Garoppolo as a quarterback and Trey Lance as a new quarterback? Or do they need to think about two, three, four years from now? I don't know. I don't think Kyle Shanahan is allowed to, though. You're in year six. You got to win right. And that's the whole problem. He's yeah. on a different timeline than Trey. Shreddy Murphy says Niners got beat worse than the 2019 Super Bowl. No improvement from Kyle. Opposite, in fact. And that team didn't even have Tyreek Hill. They beat him with Marquez Valdez Scantling. Yeah, Juju. I mean, honestly, we this team, we, we were saying so, Traverius Ward got embarrassed by his former team. Straight up. It wasn't just the one catch he gave him for 57 yards. He got worked all game. By guys like Marquez Valdez, Scantling, who make a fraction of what he makes. I mean, that was his former team making a statement to the Niners like, what did you pay for? And again, the Niners haven't faced a good defense offense until yesterday. That was, a, that was an embarrassing game from the 49ers. Terrible. And they faced a lot of bad defenses so far this year. Outside of who's the best defense they played? Denver. Denver. Every Denver. other defense has been bad, and they're still not putting up points. So. Wait until they play a team with a really good defense. The Chiefs' defense isn't good, so wait till it's they play, wait till they play a team with a good defense. Dalton Yancey says Kyle and Jimmy to Baltimore for Lamar. Why would Baltimore want Kyle? They have a Super Bowl coach. Yeah. Asia Lee says you both make good points about the offense side of the ball, but it was the defense that got butchered yesterday. Damn straight. D'Amico had no answers. He had a lot of talent. It felt like, if you think about it, Bosa didn't practice all week. Traverius Ward didn't practice. Jimmy Ward didn't practice. Talanoa didn't practice. They just threw in a bunch of people who hadn't practiced against the best offense in the league and were like, go get them. You know, maybe that, maybe that, that's why they were so unfreaking prepared. That, that game was lost by everybody on the team, except for maybe like four or five players. You know, the whole team played horrible. Offense, defense, special teams, the coaches – I mean, you got maybe five that five guys, uh, Robbie Gold, Mitch Wisnowski. Uh, I thought Ayuk had a decent game. Christian McCaffrey, Jeff Wilson Jr. Uh, Ray Ray had a decent game. I mean, uh, George Kittle maybe. Outside of that, the whole entire team was bad. The weapons, the weapons were were deadly, but they scored twenty three points. V says just YouTube Shanahan versus Harbaugh. And you'll see, you said Shanahan versus Harbaugh in twenty nineteen. Well, I must have been lost in the sauce. I take it back. I was wrong. Darian Diaz highlights says the mismanagement, the mismanagement of Lance will be the fall of Shanahan. He has lost his mojo, can't call a play to save his life, and most importantly, can't coach trade Bosa. He takes plays off. Eesh. Can I, so in, in regards to this comment about uh, Trey Lance, that's my thing. Like, I don't know if I didn't like how he used Trey Lance in Chicago. So if Trey, if Trey Lance is, you know, I, they're probably going to get, in my opinion, they're going to give him another year to see what he can do with Trey Lance for a whole season. But I don't know. I don't really believe it's, that he's going to use Trey Lance correctly based on yeah. what we've seen. Dalton Yancey says, just want to get your opinion and comment, CFAM. LOL. Kyle and Jimmy to Baltimore for Lamar. Dude, he won't be there. Uh, we're looking for a quarterback. It's an interesting option. Might be bold, but it's an option. Thoughts. Um, they don't want Kyle no. and Jimmy. 
Can we not – don't give up on – not just keep giving up on young players before giving them a chance. Can you give Trey a chance first before you just totally give up on him like they did with at running back this week, well, even though Jeff Wilson was really good? Oh, hold on. P- Pedro, that's good. Thank you for the $2. I missed the last one. Dalton. No, I did get you. I'm tripping, man. Let's get back to our show. I'll, I'll get to the rest of the comments in a second. We just alluded to this, but hold on. Um, do you think Jimmy Garoppolo would play better for another coach? I mean, I think- look at Gino. Yeah, I mean, coming into this season, I, I, I thought Kyle Shanahan had made Jimmy Garoppolo, who he is, with the short, quick passes and the defense around him, made him look better. And I don't really think he was responsible for his winning record. So in some regard, yes. But in some regard, Kyle Shanahan has made Jimmy better than he would be with other coaches. But I think there are several coaches that would make Jimmy better than he has been with Kyle Shanahan. Yeah, I agree. I mean, you you can't ignore what Pete Carroll is doing right now in Seattle. It's really, really impressive. The Niners couldn't see this coming. They thought that if they cut Jimmy Garoppolo, the Seahawks would sign him. I don't think they would have. I think the Seahawks actually knew what they had in Geno Smith and were uh, eager to play him. And they were right. Geno moves better than Jimmy Garoppolo. He throws downfield better than Jimmy Garoppolo. He is better than Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, but also... He was like rehabilitated. He he was down and out, and Pete Carroll pumped him up and said, "You're good. You're good. You're good." Which is what Jim Harbaugh did to Alex Smith. It is not what Kyle Shanahan does. Kyle Shanahan says, "My scheme is good. My scheme is good." Don't think it's you. Don't think. In fact, you made this mistake and that mistake and this mistake and that mistake, and it's just way different. So, yeah. I mean, if anybody thinks that the relationship is perfect between Jimmy Garoppolo and Kyle Shanahan, you're wrong. I mean, it came out in the what game was it? The Denver game. All your plays suck, man, right? Like, yep. there is – Jimmy said that. There's a divide there. And then you got George Kittle coming out and being like, I don't know, we just can't get the ball in our playmakers' hands at the right times. Yeah. So yeah. that's both of them now. That's that's Kittle and Jimmy coming out and saying it publicly. Ayuk. Ayuk, that's three. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it's not just them. Those are just the ones that were interviewed about it. Now, I like, like if Jim Harbaugh were the coach of this team, Jimmy Garoppolo would be better, I would think. Now, if – Harbaugh with the coach of the team, I think he would probably go with Trey Lance as well. I think Kyle was right to do that. But, I mean, he didn't use Trey Lance correctly either. I, I, I think it's for so long people gave Kyle credit. I mean, look what he does with Jimmy. Actually, Jimmy's propping him up at this point. And Jimmy isn't even good. If they had to go to Brock Purdy, it could be even worse. I don't know. Kyle is infatuated with quarterbacks that have no physical gifts. And that is the problem with Jimmy. I don't know that it – he doesn't throw down the field. Alex Smith would throw down the field better than Jimmy. Jimmy can't do it. He doesn't have the arm. It's, it's I don't know, maybe it's because of his shoulder or whatever. But one more thing, too. Kyle, like, kept Jimmy around but didn't let him practice or be in meetings. What? Yep. I mean, part of the reason that Jimmy's playing poor this year is because they didn't prepare him for this, man. The whole It's so strange what Kyle Shanahan did. Well, here's a question. What team was better, 2017 or now? Now! Okay, so right? What, that team was scorched earth. So how did Jimmy play when we first got him in 2017 compared to Great. Now? Way better. What's, yeah. what, what's the difference? He's had five years with Kyle Shanahan. Yeah, he knows the scheme now. He's a veteran. Like He has better players around him, and he's worse. Why? And oh, because did, he had such a good coach. And what did he say when he came back? I want, I want to play with more freedom, basically. Yeah. Uh huh. Basically, pinned it on Kyle Shanahan. I want to play with freedom, and I asked Kyle what he means, what, what what Jimmy means by that, and Kyle said, "I don't know." Yeah, of course you don't know. Yeah. That's the whole problem. And again, that's what I said earlier about Andy Reid. He lets Patrick Mahomes play with freedom. Hey, man, 
do whatever you want to do. I believe in you. You're the truth. Kyle doesn't talk that way to his quarterbacks. Yeah, you got to believe as a coach, you have to believe in your players before they believe in themselves. You, and you have to show them that, you know, I, I coach basketball. I say this all the time. But I coach basketball for over 10 years and kids would shoot the shot, you know, like high school basketball. Kids would shoot, miss a three and they get all down and depressed and they don't want to shoot anymore. And I'm like, no, nah, you're good. You're going to make the next one. Go shoot again. Yeah. And yep. that's how you got you got to empower people like that. That's what good coaches do. That's what coaching is. That's what Pete Carroll's doing. And that's what Kyle Shanahan seems incapable of doing. Mm-hmm. Another question for you. Would Trey Lance fix this team? Uh, I think he would improve the run game slightly, but I think he's going to be inhibited by the way Kyle Shanahan has designed his offense. And so uh, fix this team. They might squeeze one or two more out than they would with Jimmy, I think. But uh, I don't think it's not this year. I don't think Trey needs to develop. You know, I, I think he has a ton of potential. It could be really good. I'm a big Trey guy, but I think he should have been playing last year. I wish he would have had an opportunity to play this year. I think he's going to, you know, he needs a, a year or two. I don't think he's going to win a Super Bowl just by being here this year. Maybe. Um, but I, I, I think the problem is deeper than the quarterback position. I think he can be part of the the uh, solution. But as long as Kyle Shanahan's the head coach, I don't know that anyone can overcome his failures. Now, I mean, we saw what the offense looked like with Trey Lance. They scored 10 points in the first game. How can Christian McCaffrey can't overcome Kyle Shanahan, Brandon Ayuk, Debo Samuel? It's bigger than one player, than even 11 players can overcome. But if Kyle Shanahan proves that he's not the right guy and the Niners do get the right guy. Him along with Trey Lance. I, c- I couldn't imagine that Jim Harbaugh and Trey Lance with this roster would, would fail. But maybe, I, maybe I'm maybe i totally wrong. I mean, look, I, I would just like to see them simplify the game for, for, for Trey. And it's not that he, he's not capable of it, but stop making him run. He's new. He needs to develop. Stop making him a running quarterback. Call out, uh, you know, play actions, rollouts, bootlegs. <laughs> Uh, you know, take away the field, let him do his or take away half the field for him, make it easy for him. And that's what Jim Harbaugh did with, with Colin Kaepernick uh, in the beginning. And that's how he did it for to- Alex Smith, too. I yeah. mean, he had a lot of success with Alex Smith, won a lot of games. And Alex Smith is is not wasn't faster than Trey Lance. I mean, Trey Lance is a better athlete, a better uh, straight up better athlete than Alex Smith ever was. And uh, com- comparable to Colin Kaepernick. I mean, frankly, Jim Harbaugh is kind of perfect for this job. I mean, he never should have got fired in the first place. He has unfinished business. It's his freaking team. It's his freaking stadium. They built that stadium off the back of his teams and the excitement that he generated. And he's proven that he can take a roster like this with a quarterback like this and win. Um, maybe they could do some. Maybe they could do even better than Harbaugh. But if he wants the job, how do you say no to him? I don't know. Yeah, the tough part is they. You know, they Balky hired Harbaugh, whereas Shanahan hired Lynch. And, you know, even though I don't really have hate John Lynch, I think he's a good dude. Um, I feel like if you're going to bring Harbaugh in, you got to let him make the decision on if Lynch stays or if you want somebody else this time, because that was part of the problem, part of the That's bad true. dynamics that you had, you know, is Jed York and Balky versus Jim Harbaugh. I just have a feeling that Harbaugh and John Lynch would work well together. Maybe I'm wrong, but I have a feeling that they know each other quite well. They played in the same era. Um John Lynch is really savvy. And I, I don't know how good he is with personnel because I honestly don't know who picks which players. But it seems like he's very savvy in terms of just managing an organization as yeah. opposed to Trent Balky, who was dreadful at it. Lynch does not compete with his coaches. Uh, you've never heard Kyle complain about Lynch. So I, I don't know. I think it might work 
But again, I don't know. I don't know if Harbaugh is the best option for this team. It might be better to go get like the next up and comer, like Ken Dorsey, like Andy Reid when he got hired by the Eagles was forty one. Ken Dorsey is forty one. It's okay to have some foresight and not just bring back retreads because, frankly, Jim Harbaugh didn't win the Super Bowl either. Although he is a better coach than Kyle. Personally, I don't like going back in time. I'd rather right. move forward and find somebody young. Find the next. Find the next Andy Reid. You know, I'm with it. I'm with it. Uh, Private Caboose2961 says, was there eyes on Jim Harbaugh after the game? Didn't get to watch the game because I was working. I didn't get to see the television. Were they were they panning to him during the game? I didn't get to see that either. And question for you, where was Trey Lance? I didn't see him at all in the coverage. Was he there? Uh, I bet he was in a box, but I didn't see him. Like, like Emmanuel Mosley is up in the press box, and you see him walking around with the big brace on his knee, eating with all of us. I, didn't see, I haven't seen Trey, so I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. Josh Wyatt says, hold on, relevant wasn't an endorsement, it was an indictment. It starts at the top. You only care about being relevant. They're the problem. Yeah, the, Ni- the Niners are media darlings, kind of like the Cowboys. Um, national media loves talking about the Niners because they have such a big fan base, and they're kind of alone here on the West. They're like the only team on the West Coast with a big, big fan base. So they want to talk about them. They want to call them Super Bowl contenders, but I think they're not, they're overrated. And Jed just likes being in that Jerry Jones Cowboys conversation as long as they're relevant. You're right, Josh. It's, I don't like it. It's not what I was raised with. Mm-hmm. Renzo says, should Kyle give up play calling like Andy Reid did? Maybe. This whole coaching staff is kind of strange. I, I have questions about it. Um, let's talk about the 49ers assistant coaches. Mm-hmm. So the question I asked George Kittle, and I've been asking Jimmy Garoppolo too, is this is a group on offense that's been together for years. They know the system. They're vets. They've had success. How can you all of a sudden forget how to score points? Well, there is one thing that's different about this offense that's changed. The assistant coaches. Let's not forget that the Niners pretty much have an entirely new assistant coaching staff on offense, minus a couple of guys. Um, Bobby Turner was gone, just came back out of, I don't know, out of desperation. Uh, the offensive line coach is the same. Mike McDaniel's gone. Wes Welker's gone. Uh, the tight end coach, uh, Embry, gone. Um, quarterback coach, Scangarello, four guys. And so I'm not saying they were the greatest coaches of all time, but now there's new guys, Leonard Hankerson, Brian Greasy. Um, Is it possible that this is the variable that has changed that is partially responsible? I mean, these guys game plan. And so far their game plans and adjustments have been horrendous. Uh, Well, it's been pretty bad as far as that's in regard. But I mean, Kyle Shanahan's without McDaniel, who's been with him for what, 18 years? Mm Mm-hmm. That was a big crutch for for Kyle Shanahan, and you've heard that from Staley and everything. And this 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 uh, this offense is uh, even the run game is very vanilla. Like it's very predictable. I'm, when I'm at home watching on TV, I can I tell my kids before each play, okay, he's going to run the left, he's going to run the Pretty right. Much. I can see it from at home, uh, and, you know. And I watch every single 49ers game, so maybe that's why. But you're telling me that the NFL teams they're not they don't know that either. It, it he's and, you know, talk about your point with Trent Williams is telegraphing, but the run game is being telegraphed. Almost every single time, if you watch, when the running back's on the right side of Jimmy, they run to the left. When, hmm. when the running back's on the left side of Jimmy, they run to the right. You can call it. It's plain and simple. So a lot of that is the assistant coaches, I'm assuming, but Kyle Shanahan's got to take charge uh, and fix that as well. Let me let me point out something that Jimmy Garoppolo said last night. I don't know if you caught this. No one said that. No one mentioned it, and I wanted to follow up, but they get Jimmy Garoppolo off the stage in less than four minutes. Have you noticed that? Yeah. Less than four minutes, he's out. And it's like, dude, that's the starting quarterback. You just let George Kittle 
just badmouth the coach for 10 minutes. Can we get the quarterback for four, please? Anyway, um, so this is what Jimmy Garoppolo said. Let me get the transcript up. I'll read it. Someone said, do you see any differences or similarities with this 3-4 start uh, versus last year, and do you take any solace in the fact with how you finished that season? You see a lot of um, journalists trying to give the Niners that out. Like, hey, you lost today, but you're still confident, right? Say you're still give Give the fans something to be hopeful about. And this question was asked a lot. Every Niner fan pretty much had the same answer. Here's what Jimmy said. It's hard to compare just a different team, different players, a lot of different coaches too. And then he went on to say other stuff. But he said that a lot of different coaches too. And I'm like, oh yeah, there are a lot of different coaches. And I don't know whether or not that has an impact, but if the players think it does, then it does. If he's mentioning it, then it's in their mind. And so why are they don't sound super confident that they're just going to be like, oh, yeah, you know, we always start off three and five. It's sort of how we do things around here. And then we go on a run like, nah, that's not the game plan. And it was probably pretty impo- improbable that they pulled it off last year. And it seems like this team has its doubts that they can do it again. Well, I mean, they should. I mean, it's a rare thing where you start three and five and then go on and, and go all the way to the NFC championship yeah. game. So. Yeah. The odds of them doing that two years in a row are even less. Uh, not something I'm confident is going to happen. I, I, I don't know, man. I don't have a lot of faith in this team right now based on what I'm seeing. Um, so we'll see. If they get to the playoffs, that's great. But uh, what are they going to do when they get there? I don't think they're going to do much. Jimmy Garoppolo is going to transform into Super Jimmy. <laughs> All of a sudden. In order, to do, in order to win the Super Bowl, and I'm sorry, guys, to be down, but, but in order to win the Super Bowl – Jimmy Garoppolo is going to have to do amazing or just be a B plus a B quarterback, not turn the ball over and overcome any turnovers he makes for four or five games straight. Do you think that's going to happen? I just know. Don't. Ezio Sanchez says, I'm starting to think Peter's principle applies to Kyle Shanahan. Is that a guy who gets uh, promoted beyond his expertise just because he's good at one thing? He gets promoted to a job he's not. Good at pretty much great coordinator. So we're told we need a CEO of the team and not someone calling plays and a guy who can evaluate the quarterback position and, and uh, develop it. Harbaugh did those things. Should Kyle give up play calling like Andy Reid? Did, uh, did we already get that? Yeah. I mean, do something. He's definitely overwhelmed, but I don't know who's going to call plays. Bobby Slowick. Callie Tremor says DB should post on uh, Facebook. I got my Jimmy INT too. Who hasn't picked Jimmy horrible performances all the way around. He's he's uh generous that way. He threw a five yard Hail Mary yesterday, got picked off. <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> if Jim Harbaugh is the coach, which players go? I don't know, the ones that are that don't want whatever he wants to do. What's cool about him is he would bring back Fangio, I bet. He would bring back some interesting people. Well be interesting. Mike well, Solari. To have success in this league, you have to be strong on the offensive line and the defensive line. And our offensive line is not strong. And so if you want any long-term success, I mean, besides the quarterback position, those are the two, in my opinion, the two most important position groups, and we haven't focused on that at all. I wanted to bring this up when we were talking about are the Niners bad. So the Niners are bad in the trenches on offense. What do they do? Add another weapon. You know why? Because if Kyle Shanahan traded for an offensive tackle, no one would be calling him a genius all week on NFL Network. Emmanuel Acho wouldn't make an obnoxious two-minute and 20-second video about how Kyle Shanahan's a genius and the Niners are unstoppable because they beefed up their trenches, which is what they needed to do. Instead, he got a weapon, a dual-threat running back who can line up in the slot. Oh, my God, he's lining up in the slot so he can run a screen. Wow, another weapon on a team full of weapons, and people called him a genius for it, and that's what he wants. 
He'd rather be called a genius by the media than do what's right because he's loyal to his ego over his team. Sorry. He already had a bunch of weapons that he didn't utilize. So now he just has another weapon that he's not going to be able to utilize fully. Yeah. He, he already is, he hasn't shown that he can get the most out of the talent he had already. Now he has more talent he can underuse. Amtod99 says, for fantasy purposes, I had to watch Matty Ice look so similar to Jimmy G. Anyways, we were in the huddle, down 20. Jimmy looks his best when he freestyles in two-minute drills. So do that when you're down. Yeah, man. I mean, Kyle, yeah, they, they were huddling until five minutes left in the game. Dalton Yancey, sorry for blowing up the Lamar thing. Didn't know how this chat worked. Thought my comment was skipped. Sorry. No, it just takes a little while to get through them all. All pros at every position on per, on offense except one. Tight end, running back, O-line, wide receiver. What's the problem? Well, having one good offensive lineman out of five isn't great. Um, Especially when he's know. not healthy all the time. Yeah, or playing well. Yeah, He's not had a good year. We, we should have let Kyle draft Mac 10 like he wanted. No. Bailey Zappi's better than him. Uh, what's the difference between Mac... Jones and Jimmy Garoppolo, really? Like, what's the difference? Like I mean, seven years. Seven years. That? Nobody wants Mac Jones. I don't. No, I don't. Maxime says, on the plus side, at least we didn't blow a 10-point lead in the fourth quarter this time. No, they blew a 10-point lead in the first quarter. The Niners had 10 points in the first eight minutes and then scored 13 points in the next 52 minutes. That is a bad trend. Yeah. It's almost Keith like Mur- number 10 is unlucky. <laughs> it's true. Keith Murphy says defense hasn't looked close to the same since the loss of E-Man. Is his loss being understated? Yes. Yes. Also, we don't know what this defense was going to look like with E-Man against a good offense. They were not tested. They were beating their chest because they shut down Trey Lance in training camp and a bunch of bad offenses in September and October. We don't know what this defense was going to do, although E-Man was looking really good. They played bad offenses all year until, until yesterday. Including the Niners offense. Bad offense. Clayton Raber says, Kyler, at Seattle, Bolts, McDaniel, Revenge, our Super Bowl will be versus the Raiders. Very real we go 5-5. Five and five. Fair. Which would make the Niners 8-9? and nine? Scary. Kyle better not go 8-9, and nine, is what I'm saying. James Moore says, do you think Kyle wanted Trey Lance? I felt that upper management went above his head. You don't run quarterback powers like that. No other team does that. Let him throw the ball and develop. Yeah, it makes you wonder. It makes you wonder if Kyle got overruled and instead of making us think about it, he's just like, okay, whatever, because he wants to stay employed and doesn't want to do what, what doesn't want to get axed the way Harbaugh did, but, you know, did this instead. Okay, so I have to, this is my court. Okay, here's how I'm going to use him, Jed. Sorry, I, I'm a genius. It's the right thing to do. If I had to guess, I'm, I would guess that he wanted him, but I don't know. I hope. I'd yeah. like to think that because it's bleak if he didn't. Yeah. Um, Gold-Blooded says, speculate. When does Jed wake up and realize these 70s-style big defense run game schemes coaches don't work anymore? Every time he hires a coach, it's a guy who's going to get the run game going like, can we get someone who passes, please? Yeah. Jed, I know you're from Youngstown and you like establishing the run because you're a Bears fan. I don't know what he what he was growing up, but like, can we get some West Coast football, please? It's, it's warm out here. You can throw. Uh, it's just frustrating that we expect the defense to win every game. It's you can't expect that to happen. That's not how the NFL's built. You cannot expect your defense to win every game for you and put up 18, 20 points and win. Doesn't work. I mean, even in the regular season, you can't expect that. And you can't definitely can't expect it in the postseason or to win a Super Bowl like that. It's not happening. Kakai Contrada says, keep Bosa trade juice. We have CMC now. No one wants juice. He's 32, 31. You're not going to get much for juice. He's worth more to this team than he is to other teams. Yeah. Write an article about teams doing more with less. Quickly. Which teams are doing more with less? Seattle, the Giants, 
Giants, Seattle, uh, a lot of them. Like, shoot, Philly's probably doing more with less. And, well, their quarterback's doing pretty good. Uh, I'd have to think those about two, Those two pop into your mind right away. Yeah. Um, James Wilson, Trey, heartbreak. Sorry. Yeah. Um, Anthony, does McDaniel coach up his players better? Look what he's done with Tua. Again, yeah. he he's he's positive. He built up Tua. Everyone said Tua sucked. And McDaniel's like, nah, he's the most accurate quarterback in the league. And he just sort of spoke it into existence. That's what coaches do. It's what Pete Carroll's doing for Geno Smith. Kyle can't do it. The 49ers offense has been so vanilla all year long. And you know what? You can uh, – Balding, Baldinger has used – I watch Baldinger. I really like him. He's used the, the, the word vanilla or beige to describe Kyle Shanahan's offense three times already this year. Not good. 808 Niner says Jimmy can't throw more than five yards accurately. He's a professional athlete and he doesn't get better. He can't even be bothered to step into his throws. You give Jimmy freedom, he's going to throw five picks. Fair. I'm not, I'm not here to choose sides between the Kyle Shanahan and the Jimmy Garoppolo camps. In fact, I think it's kind of funny how those camps constantly point at each other. Like, you guys are just as bad as each other. I, it's both of you. Yeah. Own it. It's like, remember, remember that um, Dr. Seuss book, the, uh, the Star Belly Sneeches? There were like the, there was like the sneeches that had stars in their bellies and ones that didn't, and like yeah. ones hella condescended to the others. Like you guys are exactly the same, yeah. exactly the same. That's yeah. Jimmy and uh, Kyle. Jimmy and Kyle are the, both the, the main reasons why this offense isn't good. Yeah, Sacramento Mike says where uh, where the defensive adjustments, no disguise coverages, no blitz, the same coverage all day. It was driving me crazy. Solid blitz packages, I do miss. Solid was good at that. Yep, Solid was good at that. Solid's yeah. a good coach. Yeah. Five and two. I like D'Amico. But he had a bad day for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's not going to get hired as a head coach anytime soon if he keeps doing stuff like that. Like, that was the worst defensive performance I've seen in a very, very long time. And there are way too many good players on the defense. I don't care if they were un- less than 100%. They were on the field. Yeah. Emiliano, thank you. Um, we got a couple more topics. I'll take a couple more questions before we get back to them. Frank and Beans. Jimmy played fine. One bad mistake. But even if he played perfectly, they weren't winning with that D. Can't get off the field on third and long, just like 19 Super Bowl. Wait a minute. What, he didn't, didn't play he fine. Didn't the ball? Didn't he also get a safety? He didn't play fine. Don't do that. We're not playing that game. We're not putting blame on people other than the quarterback and the head coach. Everyone gets blame. Don't protect one guy at all costs. Jay Bell says, I don't get the propping up of JH at the end of the day. If Kyle Shannon gets in the NFC Championship game, they both have the same resume. They both let a Super Bowl slip away. Only difference is JH had a team in place already. And he had, you know, quarterbacks that he developed and he had constant success and all that. But yeah, he's true. He didn't win a Super Bowl. Question Maybe he would have. Question on that one. Uh, the guys that say the reason why Jim Harbaugh was successful is because he had a stacked roster. Doesn't Kyle Shannon have a stacked roster right now? Yeah. Yes. So what is he doing with it? Nothing. Nothing. Irfan, Trey got absolutely killed after a monsoon in Chicago, yet Jimmy gets every excuse in the book whenever he loses. Yes. Because of his smile. Trey has a nice smile, though. Frank and Beans, should, we be easier, should be easier to win the West this year. No one running away with it. Got to win next week. Keep getting healthier. Hope that they put it together. The Rams always show up at the right time. The Rams might be the worst team in the NFC West. I'm just saying. We'll see. Jonathan Chavez says, I feel like Kyle's making it too difficult for players to execute his plays. Same like in Green Bay. He thinks he's a genius, but he's not. Simplify it. Kyle's ego is far up there. He won't change. Ken Dorsey. I don't know. Would you say beige, vanilla? I don't, I don't know this. To me, what the issue is, is that his motion isn't working anymore. He had like a cheat code. Oh, if I, you know, if I motion every single play, I will get 
busted coverages and big plays. Well, teams aren't reacting the same way to your motion anymore. What do you got now? Do you have a legit offense or did you just have this one trick? Well, I mean, he was known for his creativity on offense. And you see, you see that in Miami now. You don't, but yep. you don't see it here. So that's, yep. it's an obvious difference for me. Yep. 808 Niners, did Mostert want to leave or did they lowball him because he looks good instead of CMC? We could have got a lineman or a corner. Yeah, I think the Niners, I think the, the Miami Dolphins were going to pay him more um, because the Niners won Christian McCaffrey. And there's also ta- the tax structure in Miami is different. And I, from what I've heard, Mostert was really close with McDaniels. Mm. Justin Rodriguez says this team can't seriously believe they can make a Super Bowl. They can't play well-disciplined football consistently from week to week. Shake my head. Yeah, but they're talented, though. They have so much potential for an old team that's been together for a long time. If only they could put it together and get on the same page after six years. Andrea, I like Lynch, but what about getting rid of him and Kyle and just starting from scratch altogether? Look how the Giants are doing after bringing in Sean and Dayball or promote from within, a.k.a. Peters. Yeah, that's uh, probably the best thing. I don't know. I, I, it's just hard to say what Lynch does, and I like him personally, so I don't know. I, I like want Lynch. Him around. Yeah. I think he's a great guy, but uh, I'm not opposed to it either. You know, you got to do what's right for the team, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I guess it would depend on what Lynch – you have to talk to Jed and say, all right, well, I'm not necessarily sure I want to fire you, Lynch, but who can you bring in as the coach? And if you can't bring in the best coach, I'm going to have to get someone who can't. So I, I don't know. Maybe Lynch could do it. He's, he's pretty connected. And I think if you ask most coaches if they wanted to work with Lynch, they'd probably say yes. I think they'd probably say yes. Yeah. The Gold Rush 561 says, isn't it time to start getting rid of 2019 roster players like Armstead, McGlinchey, Kittle, Juice, Jimmy G, Ward, save money, get picks? Yeah, but I mean, you'd have to look at the contracts. They've extended these guys so many times that um, some of them have dead money. Some of them don't have much uh, value. Like, you can't trade McGlinchey. He's he, he's a lame duck right tackle that no one wants. I think they're just not going to sign him next year, I would hope. But yeah. that's the thing is, I, I, we got to do, at some point, we got to do a show later on this season, maybe after this season. There are so many guys that are going to be gone next year, uh, particularly on the defense. And so that's going to require money. And that means somebody's going to have to go. They're going to have to make hard decisions. And it could be Ayu, could be, I don't know. Guys aren't coming back that you think. It's true. Matthew Sanders says this team would be better served if they were low-profile a la Steelers or Bills. Jed won't let it happen. Let's go Santa Clara venture capitalists. Yeah, at any time the Niners do anything, Jed wants the whole media world to praise them. He's very good at getting the media to praise the 49ers and say that the Niners are going to win the Super Bowl, but they don't. Yep. Chris Tech uh, says JL needs to be president, less Jed, Peter's new GM, new head coach. It's hard to say how to restructure the front office considering none of us know what anyone does. Jed has to figure that out. But I see what you're saying. Did Kyle Shanahan trade away picks to keep other coaches away? I mean, that's it went through my head. I was thinking. It was a nice little uh, byproduct of the move. Frank and Bean says, D looked like they hadn't ever seen a good quarterback yesterday. Doesn't that tell us something about Trey and how shutting him down meant nothing? Sure. I guess, Frank and Beans. I've, I don't think you guys have ever seen Patrick Mahomes play football in person. He's the best player I've ever seen. He's yeah. so much better than Andy, than uh, Aaron Rodgers. Sorry. Yeah, Glass a, lot of people, full. a lot of people tell you that. He's like the Steph Curry of the NFL. Oh, my God. Glass at full guy says, what the heck was Jimmy G uh, interception in the red zone? That's why I'm out on Jimmy. Oh, it was a rookie mistake. Just give him 10 more years. He'll figure it out. <laughs> Vernon, hey, thank how you. How many times has Jimmy Garoppolo thrown the ball away this year? He doesn't do that. I can't remember. Maybe a He's couple. Dead. Maybe a couple. 
Daryl Jameson says, it seems like Mike McDaniel brought those crucial adjustments to the offense that we aren't seeing this year. Kyle gives us 10 decent plays in the first quarter, and then the offense tanks and gets figured out every week. Jed must feel so... You got Mike McDaniel flourishing in Miami. He was here. You got Robert Sala flourishing in New York. He was here. And you got Kyle Shanahan falling on his face. Wow, he must... I would be mad. I would be mad, and I would feel feel kind of taken uh duped well I, I think Kyle Shanahan's gonna get another year after this but I if he doesn't make the playoffs I would hope he would be gone but I don't think yeah. that's gonna happen yeah. Damon Rice says all I know is I felt better when Harbaugh was the coach as opposed to Shanahan I felt confident every game played despite the eventual outcome yeah you knew they were gonna be prepared except for that one Super Bowl they were not prepared for this mm-hmm. I was gonna say all right the 49ers offensive line this is something the Niners could have addressed and still could address before the deadline but frankly they don't have many assets left unless they want to trade players for players straight up um lots of weapons but what's the state of this offensive line uh well mike mcglinchey is not a good offensive I, and i felt bad for this guy because I, i've seen some stuff about him i know he lacks yeah. confidence i know he lacks confidence and he beats himself up really bad mm-hmm. and from the human a- aspect he seems like a great guy and i feel bad yeah. for him but as an offensive lineman he's just not doing it as a professional athlete it's not getting it done yeah, and then no. Trent Williams is uh, getting older. He seems to be unhealthy quite frequently. And so you have two your most important positions on the line are your tackles, and they're either not good or they're trending in the wrong direction. And so that, that's a major problem. Um, they did hit on Aaron Banks, which is the surprise of the year. Um, so that's exciting. Um, I think Burford has a future. So your guard positions are looking like they may be okay. Um, it's Randall. Brendel, yeah. And so I do, I did like Poe. So maybe Poe can develop, maybe like how Banks did. That, that would be huge. If you can develop and make Poe the center, then you're great. But your most expensive players on the, on the offensive line are your, is your weakest right now. I mean, Trent Williams is one of the best players to ever play. And if he plays at his full potential, you're solid, but he's just getting he's not, older and older. Yeah. You know? And he's, he becomes injured. It seems like his ankle is an, an ongoing issue for him. It was an issue for him last year. It's an issue this year. And maybe he still has two, two years left in him, good years left. Maybe he does, but you still have to be planning ahead for your most important position on the line, which is your, your blindside tackle. So they really need to figure out those tackle positions uh, for now and the future, for now with McGlinchey and for the future for Trent Williams. Yeah, and if a new coach were to come in to this team and like sort of change it in his image, I would think the first thing that coach would do is address this position group right here. And I, I never really liked the idea of giving all that money to thirty mid thirty year old Trent Williams and saying, okay, we have a great left tackle who may be on the downside of his career, and we're gonna f- figure it out at the other four positions, like. It's not enough to have one good offensive lineman. Kyle's philosophy is forget the quarterback, forget right guard, left guard, center, and right tackle. As long as I have weapons and a left tackle, I'm good. Like, no, you're not, dude. That is wrong. That's the wrong philosophy. Yeah. Outside of quarterback, uh, your offensive line, defensive line, and corner, those are your those are most important positions. And it seems like we focus on the opposite. I mean, the line, they did a good job focusing on the defensive line but they're leaving out the offensive line uh, and they're more focused on skill positions on the offensive side. Uh, and the quarterback is obviously the biggest problem. Kyle's just so obsessed with his scheme that he would, he needs to have this dual threat running back. He needs to have these gadget players. 
he needs it to look the right way. He doesn't need the offensive line to be great. And if it's bad, he can use it as an excuse. He just wants to see his his idea, his little, I don't know. He wants to see his offense, his scheme function in a certain way. And it needs to have these these weapons, but it doesn't need to have a, a competent quarterback, apparently, or a competent offensive line. I think he's really good at a couple little things, and that's what he focuses on. But he's missing on so many parts uh, of being a coach and having a great offense. All right, let's talk about the Niners running backs. They have some really, really good running backs. Mm-hmm. Maybe the best running back room in the league. Yeah, I mean, CMC was awesome to look at. Uh, I thought he's going to be – he looked great. If he can stay healthy, he's going to be fantastic. Jeff Wilson Jr. has been doing great. I want to see Jordan Mason. He looked amazing. And then, of course, you got Elijah Mitchell coming back. So running backs are solid, as they should be, based on how much draft capital the 49ers have invested in, in the last year or two. How many picks has it been? About – what was it, like eight draft picks? Something been like that, dedicated yeah. to the 49ers running backs over the last couple of years. So we're solid on running backs. Don't do anything else with that, please. What I think is interesting is that Jeff Wilson Jr. has been on this team a long time. And he's a demonstrably really good running back. And the Niners don't care. They've been trying to replace him for like five years. And, th- I mean, Trey Sermon, uh, Tevin Coleman, Jarek, I mean, all these guys they brought in, Ty Davis Price, Christian McCaffrey, it's like, What's wrong with Jeff? What did Jeff do that was so... He's averaging 5.2 yards per carry on like 80-something attempts. There's only like six or seven running backs in the whole league that are that efficient on that many attempts, and he's one of them. And he's the guy that you... He's not good enough. He's not doing enough. It's like, really? I just think it sends a really weird message to the... to the the locker room. Like, this guy's not getting it done. So so what are you evaluating players based on? Yeah. If it's not production... You know, would the 49ers have done better yesterday with... A decent right tackle, or was Christian McCaffrey the biggest difference maker? I feel like if they had a better right tackle yesterday, Jimmy might have had a little bit more time, and the whole overall offense would have looked better. All they need to do is just go with the running back in round six, seven, or, or afterward every year. They never need to spend anything more on a running back, not in free agency, not in drafts, uh, not in trades. If they did that and just played Jeff Wilson Jr., Jordan Mason, and Elijah Mitchell, they still would have the best running game in the league. They didn't know, they don't need to make these uh investments, but they do mm-hmm. it anyway. It's so weird. Jeff Wilson Jr. is more than good enough. If I were another team, I'd be looking at him right now and say, maybe, maybe I could trade for Jeff Wilson. Maybe I'll call the Niners off from a fourth. Yeah. Because for whatever reason they don't want him. I want him. Yeah, I mean I th- I, and the the whole listing him as listing Christian McCaffrey as the backup after two days really just rubs me the wrong way. And if it's if it's bothering me it Again, Christian McCaffrey's awesome, and I'm sure he's going to end up being the number one. He, he probably is already. But the point is, after two days, you list him as the starter over uh, Jeff Wilson Jr. I just think it, it's the wrong way to handle business. I felt like the two best players on the team yesterday were Jeff Wilson and Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, like Christian McCaffrey looked really good. Jeff Wilson looked even better. And yep. I think like the whole team came out flat for whatever reason. Jeff Wilson Jr. didn't. Jeff Wilson Jr. came out like to make a statement. Oh, I'm getting replaced. Let me show you how I'm going to run today. Mm -hmm. I loved it. I mean, that guy averaged almost eight yards a carry. It's like, look, you can, uh, Christian's great too, but I'm going to make it very, very hard on you to take away my touches. And I really respect a pro athlete like that. Go, Jeff. I'm rooting for you. Yeah, I'm a fan of him, especially after seeing him, what he he said. 
um, to the press. Very professional, yeah. and he's killing it. I'm a big fan. But you could see it in his face, like, yeah, just he was having the best season of his career, and now he can't. Now he lost his job. Why? Because he was having the best season of his career. Because he fumbled. Okay. Right. So Jimmy Garoppolo gets to walk out of the back of the end zone and th- and fumble and throw a pick, and he he's celebrating. What? He, right. he get okay, right? Uh huh. James says I was willing to happily lose some games and watch Lance develop, but he never got the chance. And they didn't let him throw when he ran quarterback powers. Jimmy G is a hamster wheel. I know what I'm going to get. Oh man, he is a hamster wheel. And you know what's crazy about Christian McCaffrey is everyone was saying they're going to have all these red zone packages for him, but they didn't even use him in the red zone. It was, that was that's where they didn't use him. So. Crazy. Glass half full guy says McGlinchey better not be back next season. He's so terrible. Yeah. But he will be somehow. Just like Jimmy. <laughs> Just like Jimmy. Uh, I hope not. These shows getting long these days. Niner fans got a lot to gripe about. I, I feel it. But the show is over. Please stop donating money. This is the 30-second warning. I know there's a little bit of a lag. So stop. Thank you very much. Chris Soto says, what does Anthony Lynn do as assistant head coach? Not enough, apparently. Not the winning ingredient this year. Ryan, this was a lot of fun. Uh, tell the people what you're doing with your channel these days. Oh, yeah. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. So every Monday, or excuse me, every day, every weekday, Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 9 a.m., I have a morning show. I'm live. It's called the 49 Warriors Morning Show. It, it, during the 49ers season, it's going to be mostly about the 49ers. And then after the after the 49ers are done, it'll be um, mostly Warriors. I have guests on every day. I have like 10 10, 12 guests on last week, including like Anthony Dixon and a bunch of other stuff. Uh, Damon Bruce is going to come on soon, and I'm trying to get Grant to come on whenever he has a second as well. So I'll be on this week. We'll work it out. I appreciate it, man. Thank you very much. Yeah, if you Thanks guys for- like and subscribe or just subscribe and, and check us out, I think it'd be great. Yeah, definitely do that. Thanks for watching. Um, I'll be back at 2 with Larry Kruger to get his take on this debacle. See you later. <laughs>